Hello, this is Martin and welcome to Good Grief 100 Days and Beyond and uh, Season 4 of our podcast. Um, as you know, it started off as a 100-day consecutive creative project and um, it's evolved into a very frequent creative process of podcasting and other creative 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 projects sorry got a bit tongue-tied and uh, I am loving the journey but I thought I'd prepare this a little bit differently than I usually do so my normally repertoire is to write three bullet points down that I want to chit about uh, and um, and then just uh, chew the fat as I'm driving along so I've actually um, tackled this a bit differently. I've, I've written some pretty extensive little notes down because I've had a, a number of things happen this week which has made me really think a lot about the whole purpose of this podcast. So I'm going to throw this out to you and I'm really curious to know why you listen to this podcast. Obviously if you hear me say that you're listening to it so <clears throat> could be that you know me and you're just being kind and generous with your time which is great uh, it might be that you're aware of what's happened with uh, me losing my son and um, and uh, associated with me because of some music events that I've been involved with um, or we might be friends or somebody might have referred this to you um, because you're going through your own trauma um, and um, yeah, I'm just really curious. Why do I ask that question? Is because for me, this has been a really amazing process of discovery. Initially, starting with being just head fucked, um, unable to operate, unable to function, and do very much and uh, uh, really restrictive sort of thought processes and the uh, the um, early days of grief are unbearable because you struggle to comprehend a lot of things and um, you have no patience with people, you uh, find it very hard to uh, connect and uh, spend time with people, you know, anybody that's got any minor complaints. Uh, it's unbearable to sit there and listen to them. You, know, you become very uh, unsociable on a, a lot of levels and isolate. Um, obviously, you can go a number of ways. You curl up and sit on your couch and cry and give up on life. You can hit the bottle, get on the drugs. Um, or you can do what I did, which was um, grab the surfboard and just head off, go surfing, um, just drew, tried to make some sense of it, not intentionally, but it's just the way it worked out. Uh, and then at some point, start the journey of recovery, and that comes very slowly. Depending on, I think, what you're doing, um, come on, buddy. I'm sitting at a, a, a stoplight and the guy doesn't seem to 
know that he can go across. But anyway, there he is. We've gone round. I'm in the car today. Sorry, in the uh, in the van. As you can hear, my VW. It's a 2004 Transporter converted into a combi. I do have a surfboard in the back, just in case. And um, it is the coolest thing on the road. Um, so yeah, I. Uh, I wrote down the word crisis because there's a point that you reach in your life, a moment. Now, let's call it an age crisis, one of those um, points where you go and buy a red sports car or something for some people. Uh, a lot of men think that they've lost their youth and they try and regather it in, in a number of ways. Uh, you have a, a life-changing event, uh, in our case it was the loss of a, a child. And um, some people just wake up one day and go, I'm done with that, I need to start something new. And I'm not happy with the, with the person that I am and it's time to develop and whatever. So I'm going a bit around the houses with it all, but um, for, for me it was uh, trying to unravel my brain. I got onto a, a, a whole variety of podcasts and you know, I didn't really know what I was looking for, so I started to listen to the Tim Ferriss show. Heard him interview a load of people and got lots of wisdom from the stories because there's, you know, so many interviews that he does. Everyone's got a really interesting backstory, regardless of what they're about. I got into another show called uh, Wisdom from the Top, and um, the guy Ruz is the uh, announcer on that. Really good about a lot of companies and CEOs and um, How I Built This, that's another show he does. Um, then I got into Gimlet Media, which was really good. That was uh, a, a cracking one for me because it introduced me to the world of podcasting in that this guy actually uh, went out and uh, started his own podcast business and he was out there raising money for it, trying to create the shows, develop the shows and um, went on from there. There's eight series in the startup show, it's brilliant and uh, you get it on the Gimlet um, app. Just type it in on your um, Google Chrome or whatever you use. Otherwise, um, on your phone. Um, what else do I listen to? So there's another one called Zestology, about a guy that went to the jungle, got sick, and then was trying to find um, ways to uh, feel better get healthier so it's a kind of nice journey physical and mental health recovery and he's got a great way about him he's a spy a spy sky sports reporter um, and uh, there's another one called hidden brain that's a brilliant one uh, I think uh, in a previous episode I mentioned uh, numerous times actually that I was listening to um, Joe Balty Taylor. She wrote a book called Whole Brain Living and um, got on the journey of trying to understand how the brain works, how different parts of the brain work, and how our thoughts get manipulated. So I've, I've been really focusing on that uh, more and more so, and um, really powerful what you can do intentionally with your brain, uh, rearranging the thoughts to land in different parts of your brain so that you can operate differently as a result. So 
I, um, I'm doing that too. And, um, you know, my goal is to have a happier, more useful life and feel a lot more mentally healthier and retain some you know, level of mobility. And with age, things break down, so really consciously uh, use my brain health to um, um, for my longevity and, and, and be really a, a mobile. And so um, I'm doing a lot of brain training where you exercise in your mind. Your brain doesn't know the difference between it, whether you're actually physically doing it or not. Obviously your muscles will, but your muscle memory won't. So for my example, I'm use, is the, the pop-ups on the surfboard. So I'm constantly uh, reviewing that. And as you get older, you move differently. So I, um, I work on my pop-ups and um, improve my technique by using the power of my mind to play it over and over in my mind. I do that too with um, presentations I'm doing and discussions um, I think about when we get on stage and we've got a little crowd there and we've got some banter going, how that's going to roll. So I, I role play all that stuff and um, it's great and, and it's been really helpful and it feels like a really useful investment of time uh, to do this. I have uh, improved my connection with people that I haven't enjoyed their company by treating the experience like it's a brand new moment. Um, what, what, what prompted today's podcast was the week that I've just had and um, an encounter with four people. So um, one was my uncle, who's just lost his wife. Now he's 97, she's 95. And he's going through the very early stages of loss and grief. And uh, I sat with him the other day, and um, he was just asking, you know, how long this pain was going to continue for. And you know, I did share with him my experience, but you know, <laughs> it just couldn't really land for him. He he's so locked in his own grief that he really—I don't think he even heard anything I was saying. I really wanted to help him, but. I did tell him that he was stuck with us for a while and it wasn't going anywhere. He was going to be uh, having to live through this for some time and given he's 97, I'm not that hopeful that he's going to um, get over it. Uh, I then spent some time with a, a couple of other people through the day. Um, one of my other friends is having some challenges emotionally and has done for a long time. I did share by my journey and um, you know, my journey is my journey. I've been doing it, it's been exciting. It's been, um, um, it's felt quite a relief to feel like you're doing something productive. Uh, I'm talking about my mental progress. When I think of how smashed I was a couple of years ago to, to now, and my spiritual growth, you know, like through my 12-step program over, gosh, in excess of 25 years I've been around that program. 
so you know there's a lot of things contributed to my journey but this recent loss of my son has been significant and extreme the shift and the way that I function and uh, the way I, I utilize my brain power uh, and then I caught up with my sister who is also getting a bit older and uh, she's um, you know, in a really sad place and um, regardless of my efforts to um, help her I don't know if I've uh, been of any value to her so there's three people that I've been around and I just expected no I didn't expect anything but I'd hoped that when I left their company that they would be a little bit empowered and, um, and that wasn't the case but then I caught up with another friend uh, Mark and he rang me uh, a couple of weeks ago said I want you to catch up with me I really want to show you what I've been doing and he has been listening to the podcast he started writing his own poems so he pulled out his book and, and they were sort of like limericks but it's really lovely to see that one out of four people I've decided of taking um, whatever I'm sharing uh, on board and, uh, and seeing some value in it to implement maybe some new habits in their life so I guess it's um, it was kind of nice to have that uh, feedback and um, it was um, out of the four people I saw that was the only one that really I can say that uh, I've made a a significant difference with but uh, you know yeah. we, we, we have got a, a tendency to want to fix people um, as humans and uh, you can't do that people have got to choose to um, tackle these things and uh, they've got to take responsibility for the first step or you can do is share share your own story and that applies to anything uh, and um Hopefully you inspire them to just try, you know, and by example, um, do that. So, so I really wanted to just share all that stuff. It's very different than what I'm usually rambling on about, which is more creative stuff. <clears throat> I mean, I, um, I'm obviously loving all that um expression, creative expression and um, creative thought process and the conversations around that have been really um, quite exciting and uh, it, it's lovely to look back and have a record of all these different drawings and poems and stories um, looking at the podcast I think this is I don't know, 26, 27 episodes in. What are we in our fourth series now? There's eight in each in each series. This is the third one in the fourth series. So, yeah, it's 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 been really um, quite a catalogue of, of, of stuff to to look back on, and I'm hoping that now I can um, convert some of the stuff that I've done and put it into some sort of hard copy book the poems maybe and the illustrations make it uh, in such a way that it sort of uh, it's, could, it, could, could be something that someone could pick up and get some inspiration from or some comfort 
uh, or they just put a smile on their face and take it on for what it is and uh, just a little credit project so anyway that's me have a great day thank you so much for listening in thanks for all the music to all my friends and my band little pedro please come and see us we're a uh, scar tribute band we're a um, scar revival band i should say but we do play a lot of the old scar stuff mainly around second and third wave scar we're looking at uh, broadening our uh, scar back catalogue and um, creating a, a, a different type of uh, event in the near future and hopefully um, some of you might come along and check us out Little Pedro, Scar Band based in Perth, Western Australia big ups to my friend Paul Aspo over in the UK helping with a project at the moment uh, and um, hopefully we can tell you a little bit more about that too soon um, for the Market Bar, puts on a great show, many nights of the week, a little live music down there. Please, if you're in Fremantle, get down to the Market Bar. It's a little muso's hangout. It's a real gem, opposite Luna Cinemas and um, Pastor Addiction. If you like pasta, I promise you, you won't make it as good as they do. So Tiana, Dem- Den- Tiana and Dennis Simich, um, Pastor Addiction, right up the uh, west end of um, Fremantle. It's a um, wonderful little um, hidden gem. Go and find it. Enjoy your day. Be creative. Talk again soon. Thank you.